Hello, my friends. We get to talk about one of my favorite subjects of late on the Bible Tracks broadcast today, and I'm glad you're with me to experience it. If anyone's going to have fun, I am going to have fun today, and I hope it's an encouragement to you as you come along for the ride. The subject today, the theme and the focus is prayer. Those have been listening over the last little while know that we have been focusing on prayer for at least a minute or two on every broadcast, and today we are in discipleship study number four that you can get on our website, BibleTracksInc.org, for free, if I may say so. But in these discipleship studies, we begin with salvation, that's study number one, then baptism, number two, the Bible, number three, and then we get to prayer. One of the most important works of a Christian. Now understand this, when I say works, I'm not talking about something that's going to get you to heaven by any stretch of the imagination. Rewind back to the previous broadcast from last week on salvation if you're unsure what I'm talking about. But you see, as Christians, we do have a work to do. We do have a job. If God wanted to, he could have taken us home to heaven immediately upon us trusting Christ, but instead he left us behind. And one thing that I believe he wants for us to do, it's biblical for us to do, is pray. I'm excited to talk about that today as we go beyond the track for just a little while on the Bible Tracks broadcast. As has been my habit, I will read a very short passage from E.M. Bounds' book on prayer. Let's read that passage together, if I may, right now. In every circumstance of life, prayer is the most natural outpouring of the soul, the unhindered turning to God for communion and direction, whether in sorrow or in joy, in defeat or in victory, in weakness or in health, in calamity or in success, the heart leaps to meet with God just as a child runs to his mother's arms, ever sure that her sympathy will meet every need. Do you view God that way? Do you view prayer that way? How important is prayer to you? You don't need to answer the question verbally, it's somewhat rhetorical, but one answer to that question on how important prayer is to you would be to follow up with another question. When was the last time you spent time in prayer? Maybe you'd like to hear more about this exercise of prayer, this great need of prayer. That's why we will be in the discipleship study number four from Bible Tracks Incorporated on prayer. Excited to share it with you. Before we do that, I'd like to share a praise with you that is related to prayer. You see on my personal text number, 309-316-7240, We've had some folks contact me and ask for prayer. That is one thing you can use that text line for, and I promise you I will pray for you. And we'll also enlist some other prayer warriors if it's a public need. I would love to share it with some other folks as well. But I recently got a prayer request from a man who is in sales for a living. And those of you that are familiar with the economic climate right now know that it's not the greatest time for sales, especially the type of sales he is in particular in, uh, particularly in, I should say. And so he asked for me to pray that God would help him. He's not trying to be a pushy salesman. He's not trying to cram his product down people's throats by any stretch of the imagination. But he had gone six weeks without making any sales. 
you don't have to know much about sales to know that six weeks is a long time without selling anything. Well, praise God, we prayed about it. Praise God, God did something about it. Now, understand me now. This is not a health, wealth, and prosperity gospel that I'm preaching to you. I'm not telling you to contact me as some sort of magic conduit or avenue to get to the throne of grace, and we're going to fix everything for you. By no stretch of the imagination is that what I'm saying. But I will say this. I think God likes it when God's people get together to pray. And I'd like to be helped you that way. You can send me your prayer request, 309-316-7240. I would love to pray for you. Before we dive into discipleship study number four on prayer, let me share with you one of our tracks, if I may. One of the first tracks that got a facelift upon our arrival at Bible Tracks Incorporated, our operations manager, lead designer Austin Marriott, did a phenomenal job with this track. It's called The Gift. Did you know that God has a gift he wants to give you? The inside of this track says you'd be surprised if you knew how many blessings that God wants to give you. And all of these gifts are found in the gift of God, his own dear son. You may know this verse, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. This track, the gift, it's kind of a dual purpose track. It's phenomenal around Christmas time. It has a little bit of a Christmas feel to the design, but actually it can be used any time of year. And we put this track out by the thousands all throughout the year. We actually just shipped out some custom tracks, some customized tracks with the title of The Gift recently. We'd love to send some to you as well. You can visit our website for more information, BibleTracksInc.org. If I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times now, the way that we survive is the grace of God and the giving of God's generous people. So if the Lord would lead you to support our ministry, you can do so at our website. I won't belabor that point anymore. Let's turn our attention to our Bible study if we can. We're talking about prayer. I'd like you, if you would, go to the book of Matthew, chapter number six. I'll join you there in just a moment. Before that, I'd like to notice some scriptures about Jesus's prayer life. You don't need to turn there right now, but Matthew 14, 23 says, And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray, and when the evening was come, he was there alone. Mark 1, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. Luke five sixteen, And he withdrew himself into the wilderness and prayed. Our God, Jesus Christ in the flesh, left us a great example of prayer. Did you know that there are a lot of people that are listening right now that are unsure how to pray or they wish they could pray just a little bit better, a little bit more fervently, a little bit more prayerfully, a little more powerfully, a little bit more effectively? You know what? I do too. I desire to shake the rafters of heaven when I pray. And that doesn't happen by accident. Let me point this out to you, that nobody in the few moments, the minutes, the days after their birth knows how to talk immediately upon exiting their mother. No, you have to learn and be taught. 
The same way in the Christian life, we need to be taught and we need to learn and we need to exercise the practice of prayer. I think of my three-year-old. Her name is Emmy. Emmy Jane. E-M-M-Y. She is a nutcase. She's a spitfire. She's phenomenal. She's absolutely great at a lot of things. Communicating is not one of them. She tries her absolute best and she'll tell you this whole paragraph worth of information and I'm sifting through trying to figure out what she's saying. You know why? Because she doesn't quite talk properly yet. She really does a great job and most of the things she says I can understand. But there comes a time when I look at her mom and say, what did she just say? She's trying so hard. She's trying so earnestly and the communication is not quite coming through How similar are we sometimes? We don't pray effectively. Prayer means to ask. John Bunyan once said this, Prayer will make a man cease from sin as sin will entice a man to cease from prayer. Matthew Henry said, Prayer is the key to the morning and the bolt for the evening. The only thing recorded in Scripture that the disciples really ever asked Jesus was to teach them to pray. You know, it's funny. You and I, as Christians, as disciples of Christ, how often do we ask God for all sorts of things and never to help us in our prayers? Why should we pray? Well, it's commanded. You can find that in Luke 18.1. It's God's way of meeting our needs. Matthew 7, 8 through 9. It produces fullness of joy. John 16.24. It gives us peace instead of worry. Philippians 4, 6 and 7. Let's take some time and look at the Lord's Prayer, if you would. Matthew 6, 9. We often call this the Lord's Prayer. We could also call it the model prayer. You see, this is God, Jesus Christ in human form, teaching us to pray. Matthew 6 and verse 9 says, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Verse number 13, And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Let's jump back for just a moment to verse number 9. I don't know if we'll get through the entirety of what I'd like to draw out of the Lord's Prayer, the model prayer right now, but let's start. In verse number 9, our Father, think about the day you were saved. Think about the fact that your relationship as a child of God began on that day. Our Father, Forget our father. He's your father. My father. Have you ever been willing to wait in your prayer closet or in your prayer until you believe with all of your heart, with every ounce of you, that you have his attention and more importantly, he has yours? You see, the act of prayer is not just a one-way street. God has every ability to speak to you as well. And speak to you he wants to. Our Father, which art in heaven. Meditate on heaven and what it is. It's eternal. It's made for you and for me as children of God. Hallowed 
be thy name. Have you ever started your prayer thanking God for who he is? Thank God for his holy character. Think of his long-suffering, his mercy, his love, his grace, and fill in the blank. There's so much more. Think of his names, Savior, Comforter, Advocate, Friend, Intercessor, Strength, Light, Prince of Peace. That's our God. We're going to leave off there, Matthew 6, 9. We'll pick up in verse number 10 tomorrow as we continue this study in prayer. One of my favorite studies thus far. We only have, I think, 24, 25, or 26 left to go. So join me, if you would, tomorrow. We'll do our best to get through this, but I don't think we can belabor this point on prayer. God bless. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.